Hungry Howie's knows there's nothing better than pepperoni pizza, but the question is, which pepperoni reigns supreme? Now, you got the crispy, classic cupped pepperoni, you know, the satellite dishes, big fan. But why choose one when you get both? They got a pepperoni duo coming up. See, this is more up my alley right here. Pepperoni duo, you're getting the classic cup pepperoni, plus the original, plus 100% real cheese, unlike a lot of these other places around town. Get a large pepperoni duo, $9.99, only at Hungry Howie's. You realize we spend a third of our life sleeping? I know, stuck in traffic was a good guess, too. But now that you know you sleep so much, why aren't you sleeping on the most comfortable mattress arguably made in America? A brand new iComfort Eco by Serta. It's supportive and designed to keep you cool, comfortable, and feeling restored. Or check out Serta's perfect sleeper for pressure-relieving comfort and support while maintaining a balanced temperature. Serta mattresses made right here in Michigan, and they have been for over 110 years. Go to Serta.com. Find a retailer near you. That's Serta.com. Cash the ticket, rate, review, subscribe. Jim Costa, Mike Valeni in a Diamondbacks hat today. It just matches the shirt. Yeah. And I, I mean, I'm a Corbin Carroll slap happy. Yeah. So I, I'm, you know what it gives hope to? Any team that sucked two years ago. Spend a little money, have a decent farm system, anything can happen. And I mean, look at the Rangers. Rangers were terrible, spent like half a billion dollars on players. Didn't Quick work last year, but here they are this year. I Look, man. What I like about this World Series, everyone's going to pan it, make fun of it, but it gives hope to everybody out there. It gives hope if you're not a Dodger or a Brave or a Yankee or an Astro. You can do this. You can catch fire. You can make it work. I I do find the World Series compelling, but no one will watch this. No one. Yeah, but we got to stop. Th- and sorry, this is not a baseball episode, but we got to stop thinking about sports through the lens of TV executives. Oh, I'm not a TV exec. You're not no, a TV exec. If you enjoy baseball, it should be a fun series. I agree. This is the college football episode. It's it is. a day early. So, let so me, let's give people a little bit of the background here. All right, let me lay this out. So Jim's got to do middays Friday. So we're coming to you on a Wednesday. And no, you're not going to get shortchanged. Here's how we're approaching this. This is part one of the episode. We are going to have some plays, but there's going to be a lot of leans. And you go, well, wait, you're going to shortchange us on plays? No. I'm going to come in here Friday after I tape the New York show, and I'm going to finalize Jim's card and my card. So you'll get picks today, but you'll also get some games where the lean is indicative of what we like, but we want to see, will the number move to our advantage? What do the betting markets have to say? Where the money is and how that shapes up. Like, I'll give you an example. Jim likes a game where right now, 95% of tickets and 98% of the money is on the team he likes. Do you really want to take that if that's the case on Friday? Or do you you wait a couple days? If you listen to our recap episode, hey, how'd the public do if you had at least 75% of the bets? <sighs> 0 and 8 in the NFL. Bad. So we're not dodging anything. We're not playing any games. What I would say to you is, Take this episode, listen to it, glean what you want out of it. If we have a play, we're going to lock it in. And I have some that are just definite plays. And there's no problem with it. Um, But you need to get that Friday episode for, hey, this game went from a lean to a no play. This is a lean to a play. Um, You're basically going to get an episode every day this week because we're both sick fucks and (laughs) 
all we do is work. So yeah, let's party. We don't know any other way. So no, I don't. I mean, what the hell? Like it's football season. We pine for this. We yearn for it. And you'll see, you will see if you've already clicked on this. This episode's not short. This card is as big a card as we've seen in terms of games we're going to discuss today. So That's, there's no you know, shortchanging. And it's it's really what you see a lot of in the comment in, in the comment section, like of of the reviews on Apple. And they say it about you is that guy Costa, he's got a huge card. <laughs> Cotton. <laughs> Storyline. Guy's got a thick card. Beware of how's the it, of how's the, the Chinese food. I'm done with the Chinese food. It's over. I'm not eating any more it's of it. Over? The rice has gotten kind of crunchy. You, so you day- can't reheat it. It's done. <laughs> day five. One, I can't eat more of it. Two, even if I wanted to, You're it's done. not, it's not I would really love edible to anymore. Get you to like a lab to do a blood panel oh. on what your sodium level is after four straight days of eating Chinese food. If you don't know what we're talking about, magic egg roll box. You got to go to the Monday episode. Go ahead, though. The, talk to the me. tone. Beware the look ahead. This weekend, I say C plus B minus level matchups. Next week is an A plus headliner. USC, Washington, LSU, Alabama, yeah. the undercard, Georgia, Missouri, Bedlam. All this stuff is a week away. So keep that in mind as we look to some of these teams. Are they looking ahead? That's just a background. Plus, it's Halloween weekend. Weird, spooky shit happens in college football. Factor it in. Now, you're not asking me to come in here in a costume next week. No, I'm, shit, I'm not, no that would be this week, and you're clearly not in a costume. Neither am I. No, We're just good. Just in my general garb. Although, if we did come in as Bert and Ernie, that would make for a hell of a oh, video. That'd be funny. Could you imagine? Or the two old dudes at the opera. Oh, uh, oh the, Muppets. the Muppets. Yes. I don't know why I find that shit funny and I'm an adult, but okay, carry on. <laughs> I could be Cookie Monster. You could be Big Bird. I would. I would probably. There's a joke here about the size of your nose. I'm not going to make in the it. Garbage can. Oh, Oscar, the Grouch. I'd be, I'd be Oscar. There you go. And he's green. The one guy I don't ever want to be is Big Bird. Big Bird always creeped me. Out. <laughs> I don't like Big Bird. Evan can be Elmo. We'll do some photos. It'll now, be a good time. Now, what about the count? He was a Sesame Street guy, He would right? be perfect for the podcast. I'm a He's big, counting the spread. I was a big count guy. One. One, two, three. Uh, Five. Uh, uh. Honestly, I feel like the sports book talks in the count's voice <laughs> when you're losing. That's how I feel. Uh, all right. Um, let's do this. This is a challenging... A, it's hard to do this on a Wednesday. And B, challenging card. Mm-hmm. But we're not bitches about it. We're going to get in. We're going to do the work. I've got some angles, and no lie, we may cover 23 games today. Well, let's get after it. The board. Hold on. Oh. What did I do? They're going at it as hard as they can. Oh, God. Do you it's want in the your sun? head. It, well, hold on. Can, can we address this? Can we this? just, the, the, the thing that people don't know. <laughs> I have to do this. Okay. I grew up in New York. I grew up upstate about two hours north of New York City. But I went to New York City a lot. I've always had New York City as part of my life. But why I got in this business, growing up, it was like, for those that are in uh, Metro Detroit, you know, the famous station out here on the AM dial, the great voice of the Great Lakes. Mm -hmm. You know, these boomstick AM stations that you could hear 200 miles away and sorting it through the static. For you youngins out there. Life wasn't always easy for us old heads. We didn't just get press a button and listen to what we want. There was no rewind. There was no YouTube. There was no podcast. If you wanted your sports radio or content, you had to be listening live. and You had to fight the static. But the reason I got into this business was a radio station in New York called WFAN. To me, it was the pinnacle of this industry, one of the 
pioneers of sports radio. And not only did they have what I deemed to be the greatest sports radio show ever, which was Mike Francesa and Chris Russo, um, they were very jingle heavy. Welcome to the early 90s. And when I say radio jingles, I mean it's, you know what I'm doing. I'm not going to start singing. But what's strange about it is, not only is Jim younger than I am, I don't even know if Jim's ever been to New York City. And Jim, not me, Jim has an unhealthy obsession. (laughs) Because... They're so good. Even today, I walked into our pod studio and caught him listening to this as he's prepping. You are obsessed with the Mike and the Mad Dog jingle, (laughs) but also, once Chris Russo went to satellite radio, the... Mike's on Mike Francesa's solo show jingle. It's become part of the pre-show here when when it Mike needs not when, when, when Mike needs to get mic'd up, and Evan's <laughs> like, "Hey, Mike's on, he's ready to go." And I it just, I can't help it. They're so catchy. No. I'm a sucker for a good jingle, and I don't know that any station did a better job than FAN. But people. Jim has gone as far as to research the company who did the jingle. Uh-huh. Jim has now downloaded from YouTube a mega mix. There's a nine-minute file some guy <laughs> uploaded nine years ago, and Just, they have, like, Imus in the morning. It's, oh, it's great. But the idea... The production guy is, like, leading into the cuts. But, Jim, if I walk in and you were playing, like, Bob Dylan and that was your thing <laughs> as you're prepping for the show and right. typing, but when I walk in and it's... Sports Radio 66. I'm like, I feel like I walked back into time. (laughs) You're like in high school or something? Like I'm a (laughs) 14-year-old kid driving around with my dad in the summer wondering if Barry Bonds was going to sign with the Yankees. (laughs) They're going at it as hard as they can. Do you want to just play a Beware of the dog. (laughs) Bike in the mad dog. All right, I'll allow this. I don't even know if we can air it. Uh, Who gives it? Honestly, who cares? (laughs) I will allow this one time as we introduce the board. But this, you you need help. Because, I mean, you are obsessed. I, guys, literally, this kid will, I'll catch him singing this shit under his breath as he's prepping games. Like, hey, you really got Georgia Southern and Georgia State on your card? And he's like, sports radio 67. <laughs> You're not even from New York. Have you even been to New York? Is this the song? You want the song? You, you got to play the song for the people. No, we don't need this. Come on. It's coming. Are you are, ready? Are you on the trumpet? <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Get it, Jimmy. Oh, it's going ahead as hard as they can. <laughs> What is this, your grandpa on the Mike sax? Mike the mad dog on the fan. <laughs> Ready? <laughs> Nothing can get by him. Turn it on and try him. Mike and the mad dog. Oh, it's so good. Oh, my God. All right, please. And then us. they really kick in here. Well, they would do the talk. Good of- afternoon. Okay. All right, you're done. Turn it off. Now I'm Chris Russo. All right, turn it. <laughs> no, I could do the imitation, but it would kill my vocal cords. We're done. By the way, just full circle. Yeah. You hear what Russo said, by the way, about the Diamondbacks? He said he'd retire if they won. <laughs> so Let me help you. He ain't walking away from his bed. <laughs> Don't take that as literal. I am in disbelief the Phillies blew game six and seven. I'm in total disbelief. Oh. All right, now. Enough with the frivolity. Yeah. Jim, 
the board. Very serious stuff. The board is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook. Make every moment more. All lines from FanDuel as of Wednesday this week. Mike detailed it. We will have updates as the week goes on. The first game, I want to play something before Saturday. Okay. We got away from it last week. Okay. I have Georgia Southern and Georgia State. And before you say anything. He's ready to go on the fan. So good. Don't they say he'll get you the sports as fast as he can? Yep. Any way that he can. Okay, we're done. Okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Mike's on. What did you say this company was called? We're ready to go. What's the company that did these? I think it's Jam Creative, and I think they still might be around. All right, I'm going to make a phone call. Okay. I'm getting us a jingle, unless they try to charge me like five grand they might, for it. I, I actually clicked on it. Like, they have some stuff, I think. They got some pricing? I think so. All right, go ahead. Not cheap. <laughs> anyway, Georgia Southern, Jesus Georgia State. Christ. Fun Belt Clash down in the Peach State. And I, real quick, I have a confession. I mix these teams up sometimes. Do you ever mix the two of them up? Georgia State, Georgia Southern, they're both like J GSU. Uh, the and... only separator for me is anytime I say Georgia Southern, I think Adrian Peterson, not the Oklahoma one, but the welfare version that the Bears drafted. Well, he also... led the country in rushing. Georgia Southern is where Paul Johnson coached. I think Georgia Southern, I think Navy Blue. I think Georgia State, I think Royal Blue. Yes. It's the only separator. But, but how about this for the confusing part? State plays in Atlanta. Southern plays in Statesboro. Correct. Jared just McKinnon Georgia is Georgia Southern, Southern. Like, Georgia Southern, just triple option. Georgia State, not. Used to be. Not right, the case no, no, anymore. I know. I'm yeah, saying yeah, it's yeah. the only way I can, I can separate these teams. So I actually have a play, and I want to take the home team. I want to take the Eagles, Georgia Southern. Georgia State, 122nd in pass defense. Southern, 12th in pass offense. Georgia Southern, more battle-tested. I know you respect that. They played James Madison in yep. Wisconsin. So I'll take the home team minus a point and a half. Uh, the issue for me is Georgia State's quarterback, Granger, healthy. He's the key to the whole damn deal. Now, if he's banged up, does that does the line indicate that he's not 100% mm. and Georgia Southern's a slight home favorite? Yeah, I don't know, because both these teams are in the race. So I just read the line as like, oh, close game. Turn it on and try him. Um, look, I'm not, I'm not betting this. Okay. I'm not mad at you for doing it. If you wanted a money differential, you're on the wrong side of I, it. I know. 53% of I tickets, 35% okay. of bets. Real quick. You tell me if I'm crazy about this. If it's group of five level stuff, yeah. I'm not sweating the money differential as much. Like, I got two Mac plays this week, two Mountain West plays this week. I'm this playing might be Fun a good Belt. Week to log out. Do you want the play for tonight, for Thursday night? Yeah, what is it? Syracuse at McLean Stadium, VTech at night, enter Sandman. Flat three? Uh-uh. Where's that? Total. Oh, the total. The over? Mm-mm. The under? Yep. Under looks light. 46 and a half. You know how we play our totals. When mm -hmm. the total looks high, we go high. When the total looks low, we go Barry. lower. 38% of bets, 80% of the money to the under. 46 and a half VTech Syracuse. If you wanted a friendship total on a Thursday night, that's got that's got a little 2420 written all over it. Yeah, I guess. Do you need your theme music to make a pick? No, no. Okay. No. I've but, got my pick before Saturday. It's Georgia Southern. Done and done. I would be a little bit of a lean on the VTech game to the under. I'm not touching Georgia State. Southern, because I don't know the status of Granger, the quarterback. 
Let's move it forward. The, the, that game's hideous, okay. by the way. Saturday. We begin everybody's... No Friday. We got nothing for Florida Atlantic and the Biff Pogies. We got nothing for I know Maryland your North. personal, uh, you know, Charlotte fandom is... I don't have any fandom. I, I can't stand Biff Pogies. You bring him up every like every other podcast. Well, it's, it's, he wears a sleeveless t-shirt. How am I supposed to... How am I... How, how can I not? They're terrible. Okay. The game's in Charlotte, right? They do have the cool logo with the pickaxe, but that's Yo, all they got gold from. Yeah. Man, maybe that's the sweatshirt I'll have you order. Oh, all right, keep it rolling. He didn't forget. No, no, no. Saturday, we start at noon. We go chronological. We've got some top 25 showdowns. Number four, Florida State, is at Wake Forest, noon kick. I was shocked this game was on here. I want you to take me through this. You got FSU laying 20 and a half currently, pretty much a split board on the money. We had Wake last week. We got, we got fortunate. Uh, their offense is Horrific. FSU on the road. We've already seen them be a little bit sleepy in a couple of spots. Where are you at with this game? Okay, Florida State is rolling right now. 21-0 run against Duke in the second half to put that game away, put it on ice easy. Killed our, our under, too. Since that close loss to BC, which I feel like you've put a big emphasis on, that that day where they had that close, or not close loss, excuse me, close yeah. win against BC. It just bothered me. That game was a classic look ahead with Clemson looming. It was a storm, it was wet and windy. Since that game, Wake has gone on to win, Wake, since that game, FSU has gone on to win by 21 points per game, and that includes the OT game at Clemson. They are rolling right now. Wilson's back at receiver along with Keon Coleman. I think this is a big Florida State spot. It's a lean right now. You're getting the right side of the number at 20 and a half. And I think the other part of the cap here is Wake Forest offensive line is terrible. So this is a big Jared Verse spot. This is go get yourself some tape they're going to be playing during the draft. I think it's a big spot for FSU. Any lean? I'd be on your side with it because it's under the key number of 21. Um, I don't hate it. It's not, you don't have to play it. No, it'd be, it'd be, a, it'd, it'd be a little bit of a lean. I kind of want to see if the market develops. I'd like to see if more people get smitten with the points there mm -hmm. i actually like another game at noon which one and you're gonna mock me for it i was i was looking around at something it's the other side of that fsu coin boston college i oh. think this line looks way off now, so what is it well if you take it by power rankings boston college should be laying 19 to yukon they're laying 14 or 14 and a half depending where you get it i can tell you i will be taking a 14 but Thomas Castellanos might be the best player no one's ever heard of. Boston College's quarterback. I mean, I'm not going to sit here and tell you he's the greatest passer in the world, but he does have 1,400 yards passing. He's got 10 touchdowns, six picks. But he's also the team's leading rusher. He's got 628 yards mm -hmm. on the ground. He had 125 last week. He's a distinct problem. Yep. And this ain't your daddy's Boston College. They actually move the ball a little bit. So I'm looking at it, and I go, all right. I get the best player on the field. BC actually is quietly four and three. The Huskies are now one and six. They're toast. They're not winning out. It's in Chestnut Hill. I'm not going to tell you that, you know, Alumni Stadium's got this great home field advantage, but to me, UConn defensively was supposed to be all right. They're terrible by metric. Do you know what SP Plus says? I was going to ask you, no smarm, because I know you're a huge SP Plus guy. Talk to me. What so the got? numbers say this is a 16-point win for Boston College. See, I got it at 19. But, yeah, I was going to take BC That's fine. Here. You're still more than 14 yeah, and a half or I'll, 14. I wanted to take BC here and give it a spin because I kind of wonder about UConn shutting it down a little bit. So, yeah, noon play 
BC minus the 14. Okay. If you take the 14 and a half, I think you're, 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 you're foolish. Shop around and go get that 14. There's several books with a 14. Yes, we're a FanDuel show. Yes, I'd love you to bet with FanDuel. I'm not going to tell you to take a worse line. Now, if FanDuel wants to operate a price guarantee with the pod, hmm. I dig it. It's like, Great. you know, it's like Home Depot or Lowe's. We'll match your, yeah, we'll match yeah. your price. Mm-hmm. But uh, I'm going to take the 14. I'm going to go Boston College, the Castellano show, and lay the 14 against what I think is a deadbeat UConn team. Let's go to two teams that I have near and dear to my heart. Oh, this is the cookie bowl. A Big 12 showdown. Oklahoma, number six in America, minus 10. Where's this game at? Kansas. At Kansas, in Lawrence. Jalen Daniels, doubtful. Means you get Jason Bean. He has not been as good as I feel like he was at the end of last year. Has not. But we also, I think we got a real window. Look, with the Cincinnati game, with the UCF game. Oklahoma, there's a couple uneven performances there. And you, hey, look, guilty with Florida State. I do the same thing with Oklahoma. I think they're good, but I think they're a bit of a paper tiger. The question you have to ask yourself is, do I trust Lance Leipold? his offense against a defense that, look, I love Stutzman. I love some of their players, but they are letting teams move the football. They tighten up in the red zone, and mm-hmm. that's why they beat UCF. UCF had to kick field goals. That's why they beat Texas. Goals. Yes. Well, and, I mean, Texas dropping interceptions. Yeah. But point is, I'm going to stay on task. It would be Kansas or pass. Here's why it's not right now. You've dipped below 10. And right now, time of taping, this will be a lean. I want to see where the market goes. I cannot bet a public underdog with 80% of tickets, 90% of money. I can't do it. So what about an alternative? The total? Yes. I would blind fire an under here. So I have the same thought. Everybody's going to go over, right? Now, yeah. get the bet differential. And yes. I know that's the danger Wednesday. This is going to shift a little bit. Ooh. 65 and a half. And where are the... 25% of bets, 77% of money to the under. Yep. Under. Under 65 and a half. Play it. I'll play it. All right, put it in. All right. Under 65 and a half. Yeah, I'll do that with you. Perfect. Yeah, I'll do that with because you. Because it kind of fits everything we just talked about. Kansas, backup quarterback. Oklahoma stiffens in the red zone. Here's game a, gets bogged down. Even just a little with a total that high. Even a couple punts give you so much more room. And here's the teaching point. Truthfully, if you like the underdog in a game, you should start your cap with that, that you automatically like the under. Very rarely are you betting an underdog and also favor the over. Mm-hmm. Um, in a spot like this, you're getting 10 points. If KU's going to stay in this game, this game's got to be played high 20s, low 30s. They cannot be in some kind of game where it's, you know, 48-45. Not without Daniels. I think this has got to be a 34-30 type game for them. They, mm-hmm. they need to be in that mix. So 34-31, you still get home in cash. 65 yep. is a very key number for yes. me. Um, all right, I'll go with it. I'll go under 65 and a half. The only other noon game I had was the Penn State-Indiana game. And the spread is 31 and a half, so I don't know that there's a play here, but, but I just talked through what, it. You know what that is. What? This is going to be a Penn State get-right spot. We're going to work on the offense. We're going to run it up. And when you pull up Penn State and you look at who they've played, okay, now, again, Jim, Jim and I both have major concerns about their offense. But when they've played bad teams, I mean, UMass, they put up 63, Northwestern, they put up the 41, albeit on a fake spike play. Yeah. OSU is a game they got dominated. Indiana's terrible. 
They're a terrible football team. There's no other way around it. I mean, they lose 31-14 to Rutgers, 52-7 to Michigan, 44-17 to They've already Maryland. fired their OC. Right. Now, they beat Akron because they had a 50-yard quarterback sneak, 29-27, but they were 17-point favorites in that game. They're a terrible team. Is this a game where they do everything in their power to reinstill confidence in Drew Aller, get the offense going? We already have proven James Franklin's a complete dick who loves gamblers. Hmm. Um, my lean would be Penn State. It just didn't make my card. I mean, do I really want to sit at noon and sit down with Brisket and go, all right, got to cover five touchdowns? Uh, yeah. Uh, we had the same read, and I'll put some some numbers on it. Indiana, 122nd in scoring. Only one Power 5 team is worse. They've already fired their OC. There is no more, like, magic elixir option. They've rotated quarterbacks. None of them are any good. They're bottom three in the Big Ten and run offense and run defense. Just at the line of scrimmage, you're going to get bullied. And I yeah. think that's where Penn State gets right. We've talked about Aller downfield passing. How many explosive runs have they had? Not many at all. This is the week to do it because Indiana's dead last in the Big Ten against the run. So I think Penn State can roll it up, can yeah. run it up. But if the I question see... is, again, do I want to lay 31? No, I don't want to. Not really. The NBA playoffs are underway and you want to get to the game? Me too, but... I'm a Pistons fan. Let me live through you. Get your tickets with Game Time. Game Time is an authorized ticket marketplace of the NBA, which means you're getting your playoff tickets even faster. Prices on Game Time actually go down closer to tip off. Save up to 60% buy on last minute for sports, concerts, comedy, whatever. Like, let's look at the Denver Nuggets. Reigning champs, hot ticket. You click on the uh, the game in the app. Flash deals under 300 bucks. Yellow lightning bolt. It stands out. Red fire emoji. Cheapest seat 115 bucks, and that's all in pricing. That's no surprise fees at checkout. I've used Game Time to buy Red Wings tickets. Nothing better than going to a baseball game day of. Boom, boom. You click in. Easy to navigate. Take the guesswork out of buying NBA tickets with Game Time. Download the Game Time app and create an account. Use that code Cash for twenty dollars off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account. Redeem the code. Cash, C-A-S-H, for $20 off. Download the Game Time app today. Last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. At Alma, we know the connection between you and your therapist matters. But if you're already feeling stressed and burnt out, the idea of trying to find a therapist you really connect with can be overwhelming. That's why Alma's focused on helping you find the right therapist for you. When you browse their online directory, you can filter your search based on the qualities that are most important to you. Then you can book a free 15-minute consultation call with any therapist you're interested in seeing. So you can get a feel for whether they're the right fit before you commit to a full-length session. 
Alma also makes it easy for mental health care providers to navigate insurance. That's why 95% of therapists in their directory accept insurance for sessions. So you can find care that's affordable without stressing about the paperwork. You want to talk to someone, but not just anyone. Alma is there to help you find the right fit. Visit helloalma.com therapy60 to schedule a free consultation today. That's helloalma.com therapy60. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast the the game that that is kind of hidden on the noon card it's just something to look out for for the people it's a game jim and i talked about briefly i didn't put it on my card and i was angry i didn't it was kansas state against tcu and this avery johnson is a problem this new quarterback for uh, K-State, dude, this kid's good. And he can run the rock. Major, like Taysom Hill vibes. But they're splitting time between Will Howard and this Avery Johnson kid. But any angle here, we've missed the best of the number. The open for K-State hosting Houston was 16 and a half. It's 17 and a half mm. right now. But here's what's super interesting. Houston off that emotional, gut-wrenching, heartbreaking loss to Texas. Mm -hmm. Your reward for that is to now go on the road to one of the most difficult places to play in the Big 12 and face a K-State team that now that they have found Avery Johnson, K-State's rolling a little bit here. I mean, they are five and two, right? Remember we all had the obituary out for KSU? Mm -hmm. Jim, they're rolling. They're still alive in the Big 12 too. Well, right. They had, they, 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 they destroyed UCF. They lose the bad game to Okie State on that Friday night. It was terrible. Last two weeks, they go to Lubbock and blow the doors off the Red Raiders. They come home 41-3 against TCU as a six and a half point favorite. There's an element to this where I wonder, is the line pricing the blowout? Like they look at it like we do is look at Houston's Look at the backstory with Houston here for a minute. So they get their doors blown off by TCU, who's no good. Mm -hmm. They bomb a winless Sam Houston State, 38-7. They get housed by Texas Tech. Housed. Don't score in the second half. They beat West Virginia on a Hail Mary. Emotional. In the Texas, heartbreak loss. Overcoming 21-0 deficit to lose. Is this where Houston comes up 
empty. I like the cap. Like, they're just out of gas. No they're gas the car left puttering the at the side of the road. And you're going to go to K-State, and K-State is going to be physical with you. We love Chris Kleiman. And Avery Johnson will probably tote the rock 12 to 15 times for 100 yards, and you're not going to stop it. Kid at 100 yards last week. Do we... Re- I-, I hate the reading the tea leaves routine, but isn't that 17 and a half trying to tell you something? They are Blowout begging coming. you to take yeah. Houston. And yeah. Houston... Hey, we did this with Notre Dame and with Louisville and the whole spots. This is isn't this a K State spot? Sleepy noon kickoff, Manhattan, Kansas. Does Houston get up for it? Do they have anything left to get up for it? And even if they do, are they any good? Okay, yeah. I'm starring this. Here's Star. what I want to do. No, no, listen to me. If I can get flat seventeen, uh, it's going to be a play. We talked about this. I'm going to come in Friday and do the bonus episode. Mm-hmm. I think I will play it at 17 and a half, but I want to just wait a second and let the market form a little bit more. Maybe it touches 17. But it would be a play for K-State. I think I've talked myself into K-State. No? No, I think it's the lean for me right now. Like you said, let it cool a little bit. So I'm I'm just going to put this as a lean on your card. Okay, yeah. I just want you to have it here so when I ask you, hey, Jimmy, what do you want to do Friday? I can come in here and update the people appropriately. Lean, KSU, Minus 17 and a half. Okay. Can I give you a play before we get to 330? Yeah, 100%. Because there's one more game kind of tucked in, nestled in, the one o'clock kick, in-state rivalry, Eastern Michigan, Western Michigan. Oh, God. These are arguably the two worst teams in the MAC. They're horrible. Not Akron, but, I mean, they're they're, they're bad. Not Kent State bad. The MAC's pretty bad, though. This is a down year for the MAC. (sighs) Western minus three at Eastern. You don't want to play a side here, do you? I do. What? Western's a disaster. Oh, my God. They've given up the most yards and points in the MAC. Oh. They take a ton of penalties, too. Chris Creighton's won four straight against the Broncos. Western has been bet up to a full three. SP Plus says EMU should win the game by six. Yeah, but the problem for EMU, I don't know what's wrong with Samson Evans. The kid was a star mm-hmm. in the past. He's trash now. They got no quarterback play. Yep. They can't score. Yep, they're terrible. They're Iowa in uh, the, the MAC. But you're going to take the home dog? They play defense. The other team doesn't offer any resistance. Right, I'm getting points, home dog. You can do whatever you like. I think this is absolutely irresponsible by you. <laughs> I want to say that. it's irres- This is not just a bad play. This is an irresponsible play. Okay, noted. I'm playing the Eagles. Don't need to be smarmy. Just trying to help you. That's a... Jim, on a card like this, how do you find your way to that game? It was one of the first ones I found. You need help. Okay, <laughs> let's move it on. 3.30 window, big game this week. Oregon, Utah. Oregon, number eight in the country, minus six and a half at number 13, Utah. Fox has the game. I know. Um, I'm a big Oregon guy, but I can't take you laying a touchdown at Rice-Eccles. I think Utah might be rounding into form here. And this Bryson Barnes kid, the pig farmer quarterback, look, Utah at home is a different beast. You want the stat? Yeah, give it. 18 straight at home, 29 of 30. Of what? Wins. What about against the number? Uh, I don't have it against the number. All right. Well, here's there, the There's just dogs in this, though. I mean, if you win outright, you cover the number. Right now, as we sit here on Wednesday, Earth is on Oregon. It'd be, this would be Utah or pass for me. Do, do you find it, it really suspicious that I, the way I do? Six and a half? Yeah, that if everybody's betting it, but the book won't let it get to seven. No, because they know 
Utah think, becomes an autoplay. I think you'd end up with pro professional groups using algorithm or using computer programs. The minute a seven hits, they'll buy it right back down. This to is six as and comfortable half. as they feel setting the line to stop Utah betters from betting yeah. it. We don't have to stop though. But here's my thing. There's part of me with this, and I go, okay, Utah goes to LA and beats USC in a crazy game. Oregon is the best team by far. Like right now, I think Oregon's at least 10 points better than USC. This is not typical Oregon. Oregon is not afraid of, of being physical. They're mm -hmm. not afraid of being balanced. They're not flash and dash. Is Utah really going to be able to hold in where the more they play this backup, the more that this uh, you mm -hmm. get exposed? They got it's, a, it's they a, got a strong safety at running back. It's a lean to Utah, Same. but there's a world where I look at this and I go, you know what? As, as much as you want to bet a live home dog, if, if I really believe Oregon's one of the four or five best teams in America, you should be a touchdown better than Utah. Yeah. I'm going to play it right now. I get where you're going with it. Don't no, I'm, I'm not playing it either, but I had the lean Utah because I figured street fight kind of game. I want points. I want the home side. I don't think Oregon's going in and blowing out Utah. As much as I think of Oregon, do you think like double-digit road win for the Ducks is in order here? No, it's why it's why I'm not doing it. Right. Because it violates my code. <laughs> but this is super fishy. It's super creepy. If this were at night, there'd be no consideration to right. Oregon. Um, <clears throat> there's only one spread really in America that confuses me more than this, and it's we're gonna get to it later. The it next is game super confusing to me. Is it what what window is it in? Late night? Night heavy? Yeah, night okay. heavy. Okay. 3 30. Our next game is the delivery of the week. It's Georgia, Florida. Georgia minus 14 and a half. Delivery of the week is brought to you by Hungry Howie's, the flavor crust pizza, the official pizza of Cash the Ticket. I'm going to tell you something. Just, just a quick note. Yeah. Zero bullshit. Like, I'm not, I don't do the free plugs. But shout out Hungry Howie's because I have said this. I'm an anchovy guy on the mm -hmm. pizza. So I had some people over Sunday to watch the Lions game. We decided we wanted a little bit of pie in our lives. A couple of us enjoy like a, what we call a garbage can pizza. So you get onions, peppers, sausage, pepperoni, and the anchovy. You They're really like, are Oscar the Grouch. It's like a deluxe. Yeah. And then the other side, you know, we got a couple of lesser pies. But boy, they do not skimp on the anchovies and Hungry Howie's. And I can tell you that this Italian man appreciates that. The, the pie was fragrant, if you will. Sounds fragrant. You don't like anchovies, do you? I, I don't. Okay. I don't. You know what? The next time you come by to watch games, here's what I'm going to do. What? I have a family pasta re recipe that if I didn't tell you to ranch always in it, you wouldn't know. Oh, don't do that. No, 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 listen to me. It is not a red sauce or anything. I like a red sauce. This is using olive oil, okay. and garlic, okay. and Calabrian chili. Okay. And you drop a few really good anchovies that are packed in oil into the frying pan, and they disintegrate. And all you end up tasting, it's just a very briny, salty taste. You take a cup of the pasta water, that goes into that mixture. You toss your pasta in that, toasted breadcrumb, pecorino cheese. We call it alige. My sister doesn't like anchovies and she eats it. Okay. If you hate it, I'll order you a pizza. <laughs> I'll eat the rest of it. I'll take care. Go I just, ahead. You don't sell someone an anchovies by like, hey, you're not going to taste the anchovies. You're not going to know there's anchovies. And then just leave them out. No. They provide a distinct flavor. Just listen. I don't want the distinct flavor. Okay. That's the All point. Right. All right, sports radio. 
Go ahead. Okay, this delivery game, of the week. Sorry about the sidebar, but no, I'm serious. I, I hate when places shortchange you on toppings. I agree. If you're gonna pay for the topping, give me the toppings. That was, was legit. There was actually too much anchovy. Georgia, Florida, Bulldogs minus 14 and a half. The world's largest outdoor cocktail party. Jacksonville, Florida, the site for this game. I think this is the world's largest mousetrap. Because that line at 14 and a half is like, hey, have you seen Florida's five and two? Yep. You get 14 and a half. Come on, bet the Gators. And I will not. I refuse to walk into the mousetrap. This is a full-blown Georgia play, Costa Lock of the Week, Bulldogs. Let me give you a stat. Florida, in their wins this year, have run for 181 yards a game. In their losses, were ugly. Couldn't run the ball. 41 yards per game. Georgia has the number one run defense in the SEC, top 10 in America. You stop Florida's run, Graham Mertz throwing 30 passes. Bulldogs secondary has a fun day. I think Georgia wins the game comfortably. Okay, so I'm not going to attempt to talk you out of it. I'm just going to give you my perspective. This is the PBE, post-Bowers era. Mm. I can't bet Georgia not knowing what the offense will look like without, in my opinion, the best football player in America. Brock Bowers is a unicorn. Um, Carson Beck was just hitting his stride. Now, I like the receivers. Love it. McConkey, rah-rah. But with Bowers on the field, you have this cheat code. You have this guy who plays like a wide receiver with the size of a tight end. He's going to always command double cover. I got to take a week and see what Georgia looks like without Bowers. Um, I'm not mad at your play. My fear is... My fear is without Bowers, it's going to take a couple weeks to hit full stride. You got to cover. Remember, Billy Napier is going to go for it. Every fourth down late, you could be up 21. This could be a 42-1 smash, and Billy Napier's little $10 haircut's going to fuck you. He's going to kill you. I just have no respect for Florida. Their wins against Vandy and South Carolina yep. the last two weeks. I'm not buying this Noted. stuff. I'm not Noted. doing this. I'm not trying to talk you out of it. I'm telling you why I'm not personally ready to do it, and I'm telling you right now. Do you know who is not playing while these two teams are? Missouri. You know who George plays next week? Missouri. I don't think it's a look ahead, though, because of the rivalry. No, ain't got nothing to do with look ahead. It's got everything to do with who I want to bet next week. Oh, perfect. Like I said, this week, kind of a look ahead. Week. I want to watch Georgia and, and, and really hone in on what it looks like. And what you're going to need to do next week. Okay. So I'll play buy, the Bulldogs. You're not going to play I the game. I think I'm going to get you a Luther Burden jersey. I'm going to get you Hell on this yeah. Mizzou train. He, the, the he sudden so quickness good. that he has. God, is he good. Like nobody in college football. He was a five-star kid. I'm not surprised. The next game is on here only for you. What's that? This is Texas minus 17 and a half hosting BYU. <laughs> and this is only here because you're walking a very thin tightrope with all your Texas futures money. Do you know why? Why? I'll tell you why this game's on here. First of all, do you see what Sark had to say? No. Arch Manning will be ready. Oh. So... Is there a chance we get two quarterbacks? Yeah. Okay. You ready for this? 17 and a half's the line. As we sit here today, 89% of tickets and 98% of the money are on BYU. Jim. But, but I don't think you can bet Texas, given your exposure. I know. This is a stay away spot for uh, you. It probably is. My the only thing you can do with Texas the next couple weeks is take the other team in the points to middle. And if you don't feel good about BYU, nor should you, you just pass. You just move on. 
you find another game in the 330 window. You watch more Georgia, you pay less attention to Texas. Yeah, I think if this got under 17, we will we will have to have a different conversation on Friday. Mm-hmm. Under 17. Over 17, I can't touch it. You got unknowns at the quarterback spot. This is another spot where you probably take a week, like the Bowers thing. Mm-hmm. I need to see what this looks like without yours. I and- also hated, absolutely, I loathed Texas's performance last week. That was absolutely ridiculous. This is another homework game because next week it's Texas-Kansas State, and you need to have a clear head as to what you're going to do. Uh, I'm going to tell you what I'm going to do next week. Without yours, unless I see something magical here, I'm probably taking K-State. Yeah, with the points. Um, and, and again, it'd be a way out for me of my Texas position. If it all falls apart. Yes. All right, keep it moving. 3.30, Notre Dame, minus 20 and a half, hosting Pittsburgh. Nope. Yeah, I don't really have much here either. This game's on NBC. If people are going to be watching it, is there any lean or play? So Notre Dame's the, the public number side. looks exactly right. It also looks right to the S&P Plus, yep. which you, you had. I think we've done the best job we can playing with Pitt, getting them, betting against them last week, getting them. Mm-hmm. We've done a great job with Notre Dame, but this is a number. It's right spot bang on where it probably needs to be. And I, I just... Yeah. I can't sell you on an advantage. I can't. No. So and we've done me, so good with these types of spots. You've got two ACC games here I have no interest in, including a ranked matchup. This oh, I Lu- like the ranked game. The Louisville Duke game? Yes, let's transition right into okay, it. Okay, because that's, that's, a, that's a tastier. Elko. Let's talk about it. Yeah, that's a tastier game. This is a top 25 matchup, one of only two this week. Louisville, 18 in America, minus four and a half, hosting number 20 Duke. It's the 330 ESPN game. Duke is the more real team of the two to me. I don't know if you agree with that, but both these teams have started hot. I think Duke is more for real. Tend to agree. Okay. Leonard isn't dead. Riley Leonard, the quarterback for Duke. Okay. Which is good. And Duke's defense to me is the whole cap. It's a real pass defense against Brahms team that primarily wants to beat you throwing the ball down the field. If Duke plays well in the secondary, plays well on defense, and Riley Leonard... Still running around. I know his, his ankle's not good. He was still running around last week. I'll take Duke in the points. I'll take four and a half. My question would be, why is it number four and a half? It is weird. What do you think it should be? Like two and a half? I don't know. It's just everything about this game bothers me. And I admit, like, we've done a good job with Louisville the Duke thing, I just, I think you're probably where I w- would be if I were betting it. I Part of it is I'm trying to be a little bit careful. This is a brutally difficult week. It's, is it a cop-out to say sometimes the book gets it right? Like, these lines are confusing. They're misleading. You're kind of like searching for an angle on some of these games. And a game like this, I have a hard time being like, hey, I have to do X. Market is pretty much split on the game numbers dangling between four and four and a half. There are fours out there. If you like Duke, you can get four. Four and a half is what I have. You can get four. I'm I'm getting four and a half. Duke is an underdog. Louisville's favored over Duke? What am I, in space? Yeah, no, I'm double-checking this because sometimes I screwed up. Louisville minus four, four and a half. See, that confuses me. And now I want no part of this. (laughs) No, yeah, no, I, I can't. Guys, I apologize. I do need another coffee. It's been a bit of a long morning. <laughs> well, sometimes I screw it up, so you're good. No, now I want no part of this. Why the hell is Duke getting points from Louisville? You know what? No. 
Okay. My answer is no. You can do whatever you want here. I will not touch that with a 10-foot pole. The next game is one I don't want to touch. 330. A lot of 330 games this week on the on the card. Minnesota minus seven hosting Michigan State BTN. Yeah, this one is really interesting. Um, I actually was considering MSU, and that's really more of a play about how little I respect Minnesota. And I actually like the fact State's going to play two quarterbacks this week. Now, I know nobody was watching at the time the kid came in the game. This Sam Levitt was the best, what was he, the second best kid they had in their recruiting class last year. He's a Seattle kid, so I'm sure he'll be at UW next year. (laughs) But Sam Levitt, true freshman, cannon for an arm. They're going to play both. I'm not a Hauser guy. I've seen enough. I don't like what I see. Getting seven and a half in a game where I don't think either team gets to 20. Now, I'm, I'm not making it a play right now because here's what I don't like. 40% 40% of tickets, 2% of the money, Minnesota. Can I really take a public dog at 98% of the cash? No. No. I will wait till the Friday game. I want to see where the market shakes out. I want to see if there'll be a buyback on Minnesota. Can it pump it to seven and a half? It was a lean to Michigan State, but I'm also not going to die on the hill, nor am I going to prioritize the play. You see Barrows in the portal now? Yeah, he, he's never healthy. He doesn't play enough snaps. But he is the best player in that front. Is he? Okay. No, I'm saying like... Don't do this thing where now because he's going to leave, he's no good. Like, before the season, wow. we both acknowledge he's a very wow. good player. you mean like the same thing I did with Peyton Thorne and I was right? Dude, I'm telling you, I like the player, but what do you want me to turn him into? Like Barrow. But is in he, this he, specific matchup... Is Barrow first team all Big Ten at D-tackle? No. Okay, is he second team all d No. So why am I going to sit here and rub my nuts on a cheese grater that he's leaving? Of course I'd rather he stay. I like Simeon Barrow. I'm saying he's playing banged up and he's not nearly as effective as he should be. Okay, in a game where you're playing a run-heavy gopher team, not sure. having him matters. And okay. I do wonder, because you you and Rico did this thing on the stage. I said, if they lose bad to Michigan, you may have more players under the portal. You go, oh, guys have already made their decision. I don't know that. And this is another example. What if he's not the only one that's mentally checking out oh, then or li- checked out? Li- listen. Then li- I would I hate to bet a team going on the road that's checked out. People, I got to tell you something. Add this to the bully corner. You're betting Minnesota. You're, they have the worst. Qu- their quarterback's uh, terrible, Mike. I don't want to hear what it. What do we call you them? The Greek god of no suck. Sim- you just said no Simeon Barrow, no chance. You're betting Minnesota. I am not. Put it in the bully corner. No. Put it in the bully no, corner. No, no, it's no, 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 no. Okay, it's going to be in the bully corner section, and we're going to talk through it again. Carry on. The next game is the Battle of the Bricks, and, and Mike... This has to be on the card. Show some respect. Iconic rivalry dates back to 1908. I don't have to respect this garbage. The Battle of the Bricks, of course, everybody listening knows. I don't even have to tell you guys. It's Ohio minus six and a half against Miami of Ohio. Go ahead. Take them through a Gabbard uh, out for the year. Yeah. Was it a broken leg? Yeah, they like, went like off the field in an ambulance. That wasn't good. It exploded. That's not like Troy Aikman. That's not good, Joe. It's not good. No shit. The kid's leg's in two pieces. It's not good. It's two good defenses. Miami down to a backup quarterback. Ohio barely broke 20 against awful Western Michigan last week. The move is the under. The move is under 40 points. It's like 39 and a half. Oh. The move is under in the Battle of the Bricks. Oh, my God. Two of the best defenses in the MAC. Why is it the Battle of the Bricks? Both teams have, like, brick stuff in their stadium. So You like that, like exposed brick? I do. Yeah. Too bad MSU's too stupid to do it. Yeah, they're, they're rocking it at Peden Stadium and in Oxford. And there's nothing here to taking Ohio lay in the seven. 
against a Miami, Ohio team he just said has no offense and lost their quarterback because his leg exploded. Yeah, but they'll bog it down. Okay. You can do whatever you That's want. That's my fear. I, if I was going to play a side, it was actually going to be Miami. Oh, I, no. Which I'm not, no. not at six and a half, which is what I got. So nope. I'm going under. Okay, keep it rolling. I'm not bogging down on that game. Auburn, Mississippi State in the 330 window. It's Auburn minus six and a half at home. I'm adding this to the bully corner for you. You got to play Auburn here. You weren't wrong last week taking the six and a half and losing to Miss State now, uh, or losing to Ole Miss, but now, dude, Miss State is terrible. Correct. That 7-3 game at Arkansas was terrible. You see Danny Nose got fired over yeah, it? Yeah, he should. I, I just, to me, it, you have to take Auburn here. They're laying the six and a half, but at least I know what I'm going to get. I'm going to get some defense. I'm going to get a physical ball. running game. I'm going to get something that Arkansas couldn't do, run the football. Mm -hmm. No, I could, yeah, I'll isn't, add that. That's, that's, you don't have to Auburn, twist my arm too much on that one. I'm just saying, isn't it an Auburn play? Yeah, of the two sides, I don't want any part of Mississippi State. I'm going to take Auburn and lay the six and a half. I'm going to, I'm just going to make it a play before it gets to seven, I think. I'm going to take Auburn. All right, I'll throw them in. I'm going to lay the six and a half. It's an auto play. It's more, it, honestly, it's more about Mississippi State being ass than it is anything else. And I mean, Auburn, I know they played a lot of Robbie Ashford last week. I really don't care where they play, they're going to run it. They're going to play physical. They're at home. Bounce back spot. Tough loss last week. And I just don't respect Mississippi State. I feel like if you're Auburn, you're any good. You should be able to go out and win the game by seven points. Especially at home. You have one more you want to include in this window. Cram in yeah. UTSA. Meet, meet the Roadrunners minus 18 against ECU. Tried to get you to play UT UTSA last week. You yeah. refused. And you only reminded me five times on the drive Smash there. Smash spot. And now, look, much like in the Big 12, where K-State, maybe we buried them too early in their back, UTSA's four and three. Frank Harris is back and healthy. And year playing 12, well. Right, yep. playing well. And East Carolina, with no hyperbole, might be one of the singular worst E1 teams in America. When you look at UTSA the past three weeks, okay, we saw them lose to Army. It was horrifying. But they had, like, their third-string quarterback, they play at Tennessee, get bombed. Here's the next three weeks. At Temple, put up a 50-burger. At UAB, win by three touchdowns. At FAU is a two-and-a-half-point favorite that I begged you to bet. Reminder number six, win 36-10. to 10. <laughs> Jim, East Carolina is so bad. I stumbled into that, too. If you take away their, do you know their one win is over? No. Gardner-Webb. Oh. They're not Division One. Lose by 15 to App State. Lose by 7 at Rice. Lose by 21 to SMU. They lost to Charlotte last week. 10-7. Oh. When I saw this score, I went in the box score. This is why I want to play this game. East Carolina threw the ball like 50 times. Do you know how many passing yards they had? Like 288. We have to play meet me. Let's do it. I we got to play your UTSA boys. So Come when I'm on. looking up all these stats and stuff, sometimes a team will stand out like you weren't even looking for. Explosive plays, ECU dead last. They're horrible. Dead last. So I didn't even have this on the board, but you bring it up, and I'm like, yeah, I get it. I get it. So I'll go UTSA. I was with you. shocked when I saw the sheet and I didn't see you on it. I'm like, all right, we, we have to consider it. And do I like, you know, laying that amount of points? No, not really. But man, but it's it, at the Alamo Dome? Yeah, okay, man. Yeah. This is going to be sold out. You got Jeff Trailer getting his finger almost cut off by a rat trap because he put him in the locker room this week to tell the players not to take the oh, cheese. That's great. So I, I just feel like you got to take UTSA here. Dude, ECU is really bad, man. And I, hey, 
I, I thought they'd, they'd be bad without Holton Allers and Keaton Mitchell. Hey, big change. Jim, they're one and six. They cannot score. I don't know if they can get to 14. Do I think UTSA can get to the better part of 40? Yes. Mm-hmm. I got. I just feel like right now, if you're ECU, you lose that game to Charlotte. You got to go across the country. You want to talk about packing it in? Alamo Dome's going to be a zoo. UTSA still has all their goals in front of them, yep. and Frank Harris is healthy. I'm going to lay the 18. I'm with you. This next game, regrettably, I had to take off the card because there's no sneaking up here. The element of surprise is gone. What's that? It's USC minus 10 and a half at Cal. And I had circled this two, three weeks ago. I brought it up a week ago. I love Cal off a bye at home, getting double-digit points. But USC's coming off back-to-back losses. And I don't think there's, like, any sneaking up or overlooking anybody at this point. It's also a look ahead to Washington, but I don't think they can afford to look ahead. So I... I'm just going to have to be disciplined and take it off the card. Yeah, I wouldn't touch it. I wouldn't touch it. Um, like, Cal isn't good. No, I need to remind myself of that. We talked about this the other day. Here's why you can't bet this game. I don't know what USC's mindset is. The body language on Saturday night was god-awful, including and led by their leader, Caleb Williams. Caleb Williams looks so bored and so checked out, eating gummy worms on the sideline and just vibing out, not not really even in the game. And offensively, I, I said it to you, Right now, he's not playing a brand of football that justifies me taking him number one overall. Now, we can get to the combine. We can get to the interview process. He can light it up. He's going to have some big games the rest of the way. And that's fine. But in this spot right here, USC, in a lot of ways, their problems on defense are absolutely unfixable. I can't. I just don't want to partake in anything to do with them. I agree with I you. I got to watch and see, are these kids still bought in? So on one level, their national title dream is dead. Yes. Right? Two losses, this juncture, schedule ahead. Gone that, too. Yeah, go on. Pac-12 title isn't. Now, I don't know if they give a shit because so much of this has been built up, go win the national title. Right. But technically, only one conference loss, and that conference loss is to Utah. If you don't think Utah is winning the Pac-12, they can go achieve that by beating Oregon and Washington. But I just don't know where this team's at. So I'm not playing it. I'm staying away. Before we go night heavy, Boise State, Wyoming is on our card. Do we have a play? The game is on the Smurf turf, and it's Boise minus four and a half. This was a question for you because Boise had the bye week. They're at home. Wyoming gave up almost 400 yards of, of rushing to Air Force. And when I look at Wyo, first of all, we love Wyoming. Mm -hmm. I love the logo. I love they got a forest and a cannon at the stadium. Uh, I love it all. But when I look at them, I understand. Now, they're off the bye as well. I just, my problem with Wyoming is defensively, they are not vintage. And with Boise State, here's your comp. Ashton Genty, we've been talking about for a month. The running this back. Kid's, this kid's unreal. You could send him to the portal now. <laughs> could he just go help somebody? But Boise pounds the rock. Pounds the rock. The quarterback spot scares me because Taylor Green or Maddox Madsen or whatever his name is, don't love the quarterback play there. But is this a spot where Boise just wears him out the same way Air Force does you, you subtract a little bit of the clown car turnovers. You're getting Wyoming out of Laramie. They got to go to the blue turf. Was I wrong leaning Boise on the open? Now, the no. number scares me at five and a half. Devil's yes. number. So a couple things. You're not wrong to lean that way. America, early, 
early is leaning that way too. 92% of the bets. Now this stuff will shake out in the next couple days, but everybody else had the same initial read you did, which is Boise will wear them out. SP plus says six point win lines priced at five and a half. Like to me, this doesn't feel like a need to bet kind of game. Okay. So I would not play it. I'd stay away. I'll leave it on the lean. Um, but yeah, I'm not going to make that a play today, but I wanted to bring it up. I mean, we have a decent idea about these two teams and as we've, we've told you guys, like, when we get on a run with the team, we'll bet for them, bet against them, but they're, they're a part of the play because you feel like you got a handle on what's going on. Let's go night heavy. Let's take a look at the night Always. games. It starts with Tennessee minus three and a half at Kentucky, seven o'clock ESPN. This is the dream. You go to Keeneland in the afternoon and bet the ponies. You take a five-minute drive to Kroger Field for the nightcap. Maybe maybe get out early enough to go grab yourself a little cocktail at Tony's Steak and Seafood across from Rupp Arena. Um, do you feel as good about this game as I do? This I, is one of my favorite plays. Well, of the I did it four and a half. I don't at three and a half and four. I but, agree it makes a difference, kickers, college, the whole thing. But it's not going to stop me from betting Kentucky. Yeah, no, it's Kentucky or pass. I got no interest in Tennessee. So the Tennessee basics. is a team I want to fade moving forward. I didn't partake last week. That was your worst beat. That was unfair to you to lose that game. But think about it. They played a physical game in Tuscaloosa. Kentucky didn't play anybody. They were on a bye. Yeah. So I think it's a physical game. Two teams that want to run the ball. Kentucky's at home. They're the fresher team. And their run defense, second only to Georgia, 12th in the country. They've got those big D linemen. They got the NFL linebackers, Weaver and Wallace. You stop Tennessee's run game, you copy Alabama's second-half blueprint, and you make Milton throw the ball on the road at night, Kroger Field. Yeah, and he's not going to do it because when he's pressured, he completes under 30% of his passes. And so, what happens in the second half of that game, he turned into a, a pumpkin and couldn't do it, and they didn't score. So, yes. The, I'll, only, I'll, the, right, only, the only thing to watch for is Leary, who hasn't been as good as we thought he'd be for it's Kentucky. not that good. But it's now or never out of the bye. I like Kentucky in the No, their running back is the star, the kid from Vandy. Ray, yeah. Ray uh, Davis, right? Yeah, I almost said Ray Lucas. Shout out Rutgers football, circa 1998. And listen, Tennessee can stop the run, too. But I think the fresher, physical Kentucky team at home wins the game. With you. With you, I'll bet. I'll, I'll bet Kentucky. Okay, but great. I'm going to take the four. Okay, I'm at three and a half. But take the I'll four. Shop around. There's I'll, four. I'll shop around everywhere. I'll right grab. Now. I'll fine. I'll play four. Ohio State, Wisconsin. This is the NBC night game. It's Ohio State minus fourteen and a half. Number three team in the country, battle tested against a Wisconsin team down to a backup quarterback. A Wisconsin team with less explosive plays than even Iowa at this point of the season. They want to run it. I think they're they've. they've they're resigned to the fact that they aren't this air raid team that they wanted to be. Well, and Mordecai's dead. Yeah, that's my point. But but what are you going to do when Ohio State stops the run? I'm doing nothing. What happens? This, this spread smells like cheese. How is this not three touchdowns? SP, SP Plus says a nine-point game, which I don't understand. Uh, you know what? Now I'm sounding all the alarm bells. Yeah. I am not going to bet into the analytics. I'm not, I cannot take Ohio State with that offense covering big numbers. It's that I can't do it. It's Madison at night, too, which I think is underrated. I I don't think I can bet the game either. Because my thought was Ohio State's going to power bomb them yep. only to see everybody bet the Buckeyes. The analytics say. Wisconsin should keep it closer than you think. Now, I don't know if the analytics have updated to the fact that they don't have a quarterback, but I don't want to find out. I'm not going to pay the price to ride the ride. I think you stay away. 
I'll watch without money on the line. Yep. Uh, no part of it. Just because it's an interesting game to watch does not make it a good game to bet. UCLA Colorado is a is a night game. It's ABC. The game is in LA. Bruins minus 17 and a half. Now, early in the week, if you grab 16 and a half for flat 17, good for you. Flat 17. 17 and a half is the line today on a Wednesday. Colorado, still a public team. Even after multiple high-profile ass whoopings, yep. the public doesn't learn. It's Dion. They want to bet Dion. UCLA. Yeah, UCLA. They do it's with pressure, UCLA. run game. They are the kryptonite to the way Colorado's built. Colorado's giving up 500 yards offense a week. Yep. And UCLA's defense is that hidden star of the show. Dante Moore scares me a little bit. He's getting the baptism by fire. Well, they might not even play him all the way because Garbers is playing a little more. Yep. So, it, no, this is UCLA. Now, I... I'm telling you right now, I'm looking at 17s everywhere. Okay. I would encourage you to get a 17. I'll bet a 17 today. Would, I, be, would I bet a 17 and a half? Uh, sure. I, I think you can. But I don't need to. So I'm, why don't I'm, I lock in a 17 flat? Lock in UCLA. Love the play. Okay. That is one of my favorite plays of the week. So that'll lose, guarantee. I mean, I, I'm not allowed to have favorite plays. That's it's the games play. I hate I end up winning. <laughs> <laughs> my record's amazing because I swear most of my losses are my favorite plays, and I'm still 20 games over 500. How does that work? I, I don't know. Speaking of favorites, America's greatest homecoming, Saturday night. I've waited still all still water. I've waited all year for this, people. It's the Harvest Carnival. They they actually call it America's greatest homecoming. And this year, Mike, they are celebrating a hundred years of Pistol Pete. It's Oklahoma State minus seven and a half against Cincinnati, eight o'clock ESPN. We circled this game in the Big 12 preview because you don't miss Oklahoma State's homecoming game for anything. Mm -mm. Mike, they dye the fountain orange. They've got the Sea of Orange parade that begins promptly at 9 a.m. on game day, which means they're going 15, 18-hour day on Saturday. The people of Stillwater are getting up for this game. The question is, will their football team? The question is, why is this number seven and a half? What should it be? Well, Cincinnati's lost five games in a row. They're terrible. Two and five. Yeah. I have a real hard time with this. I actually was leaning Cincinnati. Oh, don't bet. You can't bet Emory Jones. That's the rule. We have very few rules on this podcast. Listen. But don't let down. What was the email? One team has lost five in a row. The other team's won three in a row. You get to a point where a number is overvalued. It's like, is Oklahoma State good? They are not. They're not but, good. But they've stabilized from what they were early in the year. Oh, yeah. Listen. It's a lean to Cincinnati. Here's why I'm not doing it. But, dude, what do you and, want? But it's, it's a harvest carnival, and it's the fountain, and it's Jim, orange, and it's the sea of orange parade. Jim, I don't have feelings. You could tell me they're, 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 they're baptizing the second coming like, of it's, Christ. It's home. It's, a, it's not any homecoming. Here's like, your it's issue. A, the greatest homecoming our country has. Time of taping. Self 68% announced. of the bets, 96% of the money are on Cincy. I'm not going to be involved in that. Okay, I'm going to so, wait. Well, hold on. Then. I can take the, the home team that people aren't betting. I'm rooting for you. Go for it. I got to take Alan Bowman as my quarterback. Right. Like, think about that. <laughs> I want But they hold on. This Gordon kid, the running back, they throw him the ball, they run the ball. I shirt that says, I like Bowman. I, you, I can't. I am telling you, I might stay away from the game, but since he was my lean, they're not this bad. And Oklahoma State is not this good, and I'm getting north of seven. Now, I don't want to be a part of it based on America's on Cincy. But the fact is that number isn't moving. It's locked in at seven and a half. I'm taking Oklahoma State. You do it. You go right into that. 
I hope Emory Jones has got a goddamn, like a fuck Costa towel. <laughs> like Travis Kelsey when, um, or not Travis, George Kittle when they played the Cowboys. Yep. The fuck the Cowboys That's t-shirt. That's right. Yeah. Uh, we're staying night heavy. We've got Oregon State, number 11 in the country, minus three and a half at Arizona. This one scared you when you saw the early line. Scariest line of the week. And a planet Earth is on Arizona. Which, mm-hmm. which is good, right? No. No, this is, I, I want to understand what I'm looking at here. Now, again, this was outside of Texas, the other big, I don't want to say investment that I made. None of this is an investment. I have Oregon State over eight and a half wins, plus 136 for stuff. This is a big game. Like, they, I need this game for my eight and a half. You do. I'm terrified they're going to lose this game. Arizona's been playing really good ball now. But can we can we talk about Arizona? And I want to give them credit, but I also want to use the but Go ahead. to bring up the style of football teams they've played. Have they played, and pull up their schedule, have they played anybody who you would consider stylistically similar to Oregon State, multi-tight end, run, run, and when we're done, more running? We're talking Arizona? Yeah, Arizona schedule. Have they played a comparable opponent? No. No, it's, it's all like the other kind of Pac-12 teams, right? Like the throw-it-around kind of football teams. I think Oregon State's playing well. DJ, you looking more comfortable. Issue for me is the defense. Yeah, the pass up 40 defense. to Cal. Yeah. You know, the UCLA game, they played well, but they got to 36, gave up 24. The mm-hmm. Utah game, 21-7, they flatlined them. But the week before, gave up 38 to Wazoo. I, I don't know. Look, Arizona, my thing is they have a major advantage is that they've got superstar wide receivers. That UTEP transfer they got, dude, their wideouts are legit. They've played Tafusi, the backup. They've played Delora, Delorier, whatever his last mm-hmm. name is. Maybe that's their advantage is they're going to be able to sling this thing around the yard a little bit more. And it, what it they the did thing. to Wazoo was yeah. stunning. Well, that's the thing, right, is that's how Wazoo had success against Oregon State too, is you can throw on them. I, this is a lean. It'd be Arizona or pass. It's a clash of styles. I like the style of Oklahoma State. I don't love laying three and a half on the road. Not, so, oh, and that's I don't want to get involved with it. Yeah. Now SP Plus says four, and Public's on Arizona, so there are a couple green flags that say bet the Beavers. Yeah. But I'm gonna stay away. Yeah, it'd be Arizona or pass for me. I kind of want to see where the market goes, and I want to just see if this levels out a little bit, but. This actually look. It's the, probably going to rest between three and a half and. Oh, if I get four it's not going to get. It's not going to get any lower. I know. I, I look, man. I'm already. I can't bet Oregon State because I'm already in it to win it. Yeah. I need to get over eight and a half. But and this is one of the eight because their last couple games are their toughest games. There's part of me that says, get a little bread off the table, take Arizona. You might cover and have Oregon State win, but in the event OSU loses and it hurts, I get a little bread off the table here. Okay. Scary. That's the scariest line of the week for me. Arizona lean. I have a massive Mountain West showdown that I want to interest you in. Really? Yes. Both teams are 6-1. and one. one of them, out of nowhere, 3-0 and oh start in the Mountain West. Mm-hmm. We're talking Fresno State, UNLV. Oh, come on, Jim. Fresno State minus 7.5 against the Rebels. Rebels are... Really good now. Barry Odom's out there balling. The Rebel Roller is spinning. Question, though. Yeah. I don't want to call them a fraud, but are they fraud adjacent, fraud-ish? Here are the teams they've beaten. Nevada, Colorado State, and Hawaii. 
They haven't right. played the meat of the Not Mountain West optimal. yet. Right. Not optimal. Now they hit the road against a good defense and a good quarterback. SP Plus says 10-point win. Take Fresno State. And I think, again, I want to be careful with public betting on a Wednesday, but I think more people in Vegas love the story and are backing UNLV. How in a card of games do you arrive at this? How do you arrive at this? I think I have two Mac plays, Mountain West play, Sunbelt yeah, play. Buddy, you can put that on your board. If you're you asking me it. for my opinion. Yes, as a friend. Barry Odom's a really good DC. They're much improved. I, tough to not take the seven and a half there. That's tough. But it's also 1030 at night. Like, do, Am I going to arrive at is that? It, let this? me look it up. Is that Petros? Because if it is, I think you might have to play a side. The Rebel Roller? Yeah, I think if if it's Petros, you may have to play a side. Let me pull up the, the broadcast assignments for week nine. You do that. 10.30, FS1, it is the Petros game. You have to play it. I'm going to deliberate. I will have a play on this game Friday. Okay. Do not ask me to play this right now. The only thing I have left chronologically, we can't get much later than 10.30, but, yes, there is, but there is a game on the island. It's Hawaii hosting San Jose State. This is so embarrassing. The spread is a flat 10. Hawaii's getting those 10. It's their homecoming, Mike. <laughs> don't you have to bet Hawaii? No, you don't. When a game is only available on ESPN Honolulu. You don't get that? No, no. and I'm not going to be package. awake at midnight. I will not partake in this. This is degenerate behavior. It's, it's Cordero's return to the island. If when you're he asking me who I would play in a hypothetical world, that is never going to be the real world. I would play San Jose State. Okay. I am not betting this game because I respect myself. Jim, you can't bet so this So if game. I wanted to bet Hawaii, you'd say just log off? You'd I say, like, be, get out of the you book? You are insane. You get the little, like, have you ever had the warning? They go, you've been in the book for X number of minutes. And oh, they call it the reality check. Yeah, yeah. You know what? They need to shove that thing up their ass because I'm watching live lines. I'm not over here betting. I'm, I'm trying to get a number I want. Um, no, I would bet San Jose State just because the offense has flipped the switch and they've turned it on and Cordero's a, a league MVP type guy. I can't bet this game. What are you, nuts? Going to the island, laying 11? Yeah, I, talk, I was talking to myself in Hawaii, and then I, no. I looked into San Jose State's pass defense. Take this game off your I board, took it off and you're going to bet one of these three because now it's time for the bully corner. Are you ready? Sure. The bully corner, you need to pick one of these three. Minnesota laying seven in Ugh. what we're calling the Simeon Barrow Bowl. Ugh. Boise laying five and a half. I'm yeah. sorry. I yeah. love you, Wyo, but Ashton Genty is, is a revolution. Or a game we haven't covered. Mystery up, door number three. Up, down, theory, deluxe. Biggest win in recent program history last week, and the head coach couldn't even talk about it after the game. UNL, or not, uh, he got cut Virginia. Off for tool time with Tim Allen. <laughs> now Virginia's reward for beating UNC is to travel to Miami, checks notes. Miami laying 18. What? Miami with the big win over Clemson should be a letdown, but yet... 18-point favorites over UVA. You'd have to take Miami minus the 18. Bully corner. Barrow Bowl, Boise Bowl, or Crystal Balls, Texas Instruments Calculator, and late-game situations. You got to bet one. Let me rank them in order of interest level like that I would actually bet. Dead last is Miami. I want no part of that That game. line looks weird, That's awful. It? That's terrible. I don't want to bet Crystal Ball. 
I might bet Virginia, but I don't want to bet Virginia. So that is that is the one. Throw that off. Go on. Now I got to make the decision. The Minnesota game is vomit-inducing to me. You talked a lot of shit. I want no part of that game. So I think if I'm going to be bullied into one, I go Boise. How could you? And I don't think there's a big edge in betting Boise, but I do think it's the right side. Okay. Well, I'm going to add it to your card. Fine. That's the bully corner. Got to do it. I have to do this to you because you're you're just, you're, oh my God. You see my card? Look at this card. Thick card. Uh, I said it at the start of the show. I mean, what? I didn't intend for it to get this way, but this is how it works. Signed any gambler. I didn't intend for it to end up this way. How many? Let me just count them real quick. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen. I think that ties the largest card of the year. Is there another podcast in America who's producing winning results and one of the hosts decides, YOLO, it's a C-minus card, next week's the good stuff, 15 plays. Holy bankroll. All right, And listen, man. listen. Last week we tread water, but for the season, you and I are both considerably up, double-digit units up. Jim, I'm, my record is good because I try to have some... I'm 41 and 25. You're 48 and 36. Right, 12 you, up. But you play so many games. Which, I, right. which I think speaks to, to my... So here's the deal. We're going to finalize this puppy. Okay. It's very simple. I'm going to come back on Friday. I will give you the final card. Like, I have two leans. I'm going to let you know if they're plays, and maybe I'll find some other games. Here is where I'm at. BC minus 14, Auburn laying the six and a half. You know what I don't like about this as I go through this? I have four favorites, one dog, and a total. I don't bet favorites like this, but BC minus 14, Auburn laying six and a half, Meet Meet minus 18, UCLA minus 17, uh, Kentucky getting four, O O U K U under 65 and a half. Lean Zona. Lean K State. Jim's card. This is gonna take an hour for him to get through this. Okay. Well, you put one lean on there that I'm gonna monitor. But this is what I have as of today. Georgia Southern minus a point and a half. Mm-hmm. Kansas, Oklahoma. That's the friendship under 65 and a half. I've got Eastern plus three in a game that you don't advise. I've got Georgia minus 14 and a half as the Costa Lock. I have Duke plus four and a half. I have the under in the Battle of the Bricks, Miami and Ohio. That's under 39 and a half. I have Auburn minus six and a half. UCLA minus the flat 17. UTSA minus the flat 18. Kentucky plus four, right? We Mm -hmm. shop around, we find Mm -hmm. the four. Mm -hmm. Oklahoma State, homecoming, America's greatest homecoming, minus seven and a half. (laughs) You have a lean for local high school Warren de la Salle, minus 23 and a half for me. I have Oregon State minus three and a half, Boise State minus five and a half. I have a Fresno State minus seven and a half, and one lean, maybe I add it to the card, Kansas State on Friday. I am utterly speechless at this card. All you right. think DeLaSalle can pull it off for me? People, rate, review, subscribe. I'm going to be back. Well, we will be back tomorrow with the NFL episode. I will be back Friday to finalize cards, add plays, do what we need to do. Holy hell. Your your card is now like the centerpiece of my fascination for the weekend. Part, I can't believe like this part of card. this is like just behind the curtain. I don't prep the show in fifteen minutes. It's hours. If I'm going to dedicate hours to this, I'm not going to bet five games. Like it's fair. I'm gonna I'm gonna bet ten, twelve, in some be, weeks, fifteen. No, there would be an argument though, Jim. You bet the five games, but you take fifteen. The fifteen units you're going to bet here, you bet three units per game. Well, hold on. 
we that's a different conversation I know about bankroll management versus the doing the podcast because you said this if we were just doing this to make the most money possible right and and said we don't care about the entertainment we would probably bet bigger units on fewer games i'm fascinated to see what this produces for you i'm rooting i hell i hope you go 12 the, and four. the last week i bet this many games i went nine and six okay so i mean i've done this before it hasn't it is very rarely. Knock on wood, hasn't yeah. ruined my record. In order for you to to, in order for you to feel good about yourself, you're gonna have to go ten and five. You'll get eaten alive by the vig. But okay, listen, that's the pod. I'm gonna come back Friday, button up the college stuff. Maybe have a little Friday night play for you as well. NFL tomorrow. Let's do go, it. go get that recap. Go get the tailgate Tuesday. It's all there for you. It's cash ticket. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend, or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.